Is everybody ready? Look at the baby. I miss my orange. I'm ready. Where's Steph? Oh yeah, are we doing this without Stephanie? Cause I'm down. I'm ready. It's your favorite primas. We're here. Favorite primas. <laughs> it's your favorite primas. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. It's your prima Vivi, and today the gang's all here. Hey. Finally. Finally. Look at us. Where have you been, Jones? And it feels so good. Because like we are sisters. Okay. We're going to break out in song every time. It's literally, it's literally a party today. But. So last you heard of us, we had breakup part one, where we talked about like all our friendship breakups, the worst kind. And even cousin breakup with family that you're really close to but today we're gonna get into relationship breakups you know we all have that heartbreak that still stings to this day don't remember <laughs> um so Alyssa, valerie alex and stephanie are gonna share some stories some insights and just traumas because i love hearing their traumas yes. <laughs> so let's get right into it you guys are ready Ready. Okay. So Freddy, I want to start with one that I think is going to be a little, a little deep. I want to talk about like toxic breakups and toxic relationships. So Alyssa, I want you to <laughs> the toxic one. <laughs> Everyone always breaks up with me. I just want you to talk talk to me about like your toxic relationship because I know mm -hmm. you had touched about it a little bit, which I really had no idea like the depths of it. So I don't know if you want to share a little bit on what you went through. <sighs> uh, yeah. So I know I talked about the relationship itself, and I even touched on the breakup a little bit. But there were a lot of things in that relationship that were traumatic and and really bad. But like the worst part was the breakup the and the weeks leading up to the breakup so it was it was very very traumatic and for me to have stayed in that relationship as long as I did through the things that I did that tells you that there's a pretty good reason why it ended like it was it was crazy and I could count on one hand like the amount of people that know what happened and I don't really want to talk about that part but um it was enough where I was finally like I, I've had enough I have to go um do you it, feel like at when it's happening, you knew the severity of what was going on or how bad it was? Or I, it was a process. Blind I was, yeah, yeah, I was still blind. Like in the last week or so, it's like I wasn't even in my body anymore. Like I, I, I had like images of myself, like seeing myself from the outside, like just sitting there it's like every day. Easier to stay than to leave. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And I remember the, the final straw, like it was, things had already happened. And then one day he just took my car to go to the liquor store, which was a minute away, but he was gone for hours. Mm -hmm. So with my car. And then I was like, I think 
if he went to the liquor store, like he could have, he could be drunk out there with my car. Right. So I'm texting him like, where are you? Come back, calling his friends. Like, can you get a hold of him? Cause he wasn't, he wasn't answering me. He turned off his location. And then he finally texts me. He's like, I'm going to drive his car off the road. So I'm like, and at that point I was so like, I cut myself off from him already, even though I was still there. So I was like, my car, you know, like I didn't even think about him. So finally I shared in my, in my episode, how I kept a lot from my dad because I didn't want to worry him. But finally I called my dad and I was like, daddy, this is happening. He's gone with my car whatever. And he's like, do you need me to go pick you up? Like, come home. I don't care if you come without your car, like just come home. And I had COVID at the time. So I was, I had been quarantined. That's why I couldn't go with him anywhere. Like I was quarantined to a room and I told my dad, he's like, I don't care. I don't care. Just come home. And so, yeah, finally I called the cops on him to, oh, he told, my dad told me to call the cops too. So I did, but like 10 minutes after I called the cops, I guess his friends finally got in touch with him and he pulled it, he pulled into the driveway and then I went up to him I don't know how, like I was in such crisis mode, but somehow I went up to him very calm. I was like, hey, I opened, I, I had, so he could roll down the window and then I reached in and took my keys. And then um, I told him like, get out, I'm leaving. And so he was like, he was drunk. So he was very confused and he just got out and I jumped in my car and I left. Like I didn't take any of my stuff with me, nothing. I just left. Um, and it still was a process after that. Like it was just in that moment something snapped that I knew I had to leave, but I still didn't have awareness of how bad everything was. And then over the next week, like he ended up getting checked into rehab um, and he started calling me from there and sounding sober and sounding normal and healthy. Right. So I was already feeling myself like being pulled back, back. in. Mm-hmm. And then I came across this book, which I highly recommend. It's called, why does he do that? By um, Lundy Bancroft. And it's called Inside the Minds of Controlling and Angry Men. And I read the whole thing. Like I stayed up all night and read the whole thing in one night. And I was like, oh my God, he was abusive. Like it just finally dawned on me. And then finally I was able to like completely cut ties with him. When he got out of rehab, I agreed to give him a ride somewhere. And then I told him, I was like, this is the last time. I took him to therapy. Yeah. And I told him, this is the last time you'll ever see me. And then he wanted a hug. And I remember like feeling like I was going to crawl out of my skin because I agreed to hug him, but it just felt disgusting. Like I didn't want him to touch me and then never spoke to him again. Never saw him again to this day. That's crazy. I always think the first step out of a breakup or any, even a bad friendship is when you tell your parents the bad things that people are doing to you, because once you do that, you can't go back. Yeah. Because then you'll forever have to hear from your parents. Like, why are you accepting that? Why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. I I feel like that's always the first step when you know it's over is when you start telling people the bad things that are happening yeah yeah like that was the first time I really was honest and it's like the real me was like tiny in a corner inside me and was telling me like tell your dad call your dad even if I didn't realize that's what I was gonna ask you because I know you had said that they weren't your parents weren't really supportive obviously of that relationship like Mm -hmm. did you feel like you couldn't tell them once it was over like fuck like they're gonna tell me I told you you know more I think that time I I wasn't thinking a lot about the the repercussions of telling them but in the past we broke up other times Mm. knowing that I was going to go back though but Mm. I wouldn't tell my parents because of that I was like it's just going to be harder for me to go back if I tell them so and it wasn't so much about the judgment I that was a part of it and they would probably say I told you so well I don't think they would say it but like 
they would be thinking that. Right. The main thing that stood out to me back then was that if I tell them, it's going to be harder for me to go back to him. And I love him. Yeah. And whatever. Mm-hmm. And did you say that was like your first like long term or a serious relationship? Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Because you don't really know. I feel like better. Yeah. Or you're like, oh, maybe this is just normal. This yeah. is how it is. This is love. This is like hardship they talk yeah. about. <laughs> That's what I felt like. I was like, man, we really love each other. We go through all this stuff. <laughs> well, that's why it's so important to talk about it, right? To talk about your relationship with your girlfriends or your mom or your cousins, because mm-hmm. then they can be like, hey, that's kind of weird. And no, that doesn't happen in every single relationship. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be like that. <laughs> like that's, that's an extreme. Right. Yeah. yeah, like I wish somebody would have told me, um, yeah, when he borrows your car and he takes a girl and he gets you know, <laughs> a little blowy in the back seat, that's not normal. Like, that's, not, <laughs> it's not. that's a little odd. <laughs> but I think it's always that fine line too, because I feel like sometimes we always think like you know, relationships are hard work, marriages are hard work. And sometimes there's a fine line between like, oh, running away, like from it, like, and not working on things versus knowing what's healthy and unhealthy, Mm -hmm. you know, because I feel like sometimes like you're raised that way, especially I feel like marriages lasted, I mean, obviously a long time before compared to now. And um, I think sometimes we kind of think like, oh, we have to just stick it out. We just have to Mm -hmm. make it work. We just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So There's always like that fine line of like when is what it right? is like yeah. it's something like when it's over money like you're not gonna leave someone because mm-hmm. they lost it like that's the hardship yeah that you stick with it not the oh he hit me or he took my car or he freaking okay. cheating on me all the time that's not the hardship that's yeah. like the toxic <laughs> like you shouldn't be in that relationship and yeah. like how do you compare like if you get into any like relationships now like do you because of that are you able to like see signs earlier or like I feel like yes and no I feel like because of that in I've had two relationships since then and I feel like because of that everything looks like a red flag to me Mm -hmm. and it's probably not and there can be a tiny little fight and I will go off like I don't need this I don't deserve this I'm not putting up with this anymore and it's like they sent a passive aggressive text, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, sorry, that wasn't me. <laughs> so like, do you feel like you played any part in that relationship to where you're different now? Um, I, I did. I don't think I was toxic back then. Like I am, and I am not, I don't know if I'm toxic now, but I have issues still to work through to be able to be in a relationship now, but because of that relationship, because I think I went into that relationship fully with like the best of intentions, always giving them the benefit of the doubt. I was I was about to go into school for therapy, right? So I had done my undergrad. So I had all these ideas about like good communication. And I was, I was really trying, but he just like made me question myself and my reality so much that I just became so codependent. I think that's the part that I played. Like I was so, so, so codependent. Like he was an addict. I enabled that. Yeah. Um, I became very like, I needed to know where he was at all times. I needed his location or I would have a panic attack. Like I, it, that relationship changed me. Like I feel completely your addiction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I have, a, now I have a hard time. Like, I feel like I've done people wrong since then. I have never cheated or anything, but I feel like I've been very unfair to people or or just 
I haven't done the work I need to. And don't get me wrong, I'm not unaware. Like I've been doing the work, but I'm not where I need to be yet. So Steph, can you relate to like the toxicity in a relationship or or did you consider yourself married or just like baby daddy playing house? <laughs> um I don't know. I don't I guess I feel like I feel like definitely my partner considered us married. So um, I know I've talked about this before, like I was in a 17 year relationship, um, which I would say we were considered, like, I'm pretty sure we considered each other, like we were married, like, I'm sure he would be like, well, this is my wife, like, you know, um, obviously, we had children together, we had we bought a house together, we had all these things, yeah. you know, um, basically, we plan to live the rest of our lives together, like I, that was the plan, that's what we were going to do you know, we didn't ever see it ending. And we did build a very beautiful life at a very young age. And, you know, obviously, I got pregnant young, I think I was like 19. Um, I had Mia right before I turned 20, like a month before. So we were very young. So obviously, we didn't, you know, we weren't like those teenage pregnancies, where it's just like, oh, like, you know, where we don't have our life together. Like we did very much have our life together. Like at a young age, we grew up at a very young age, we bought our house very young. And, you know, we just got into it. We just got into life and, you know, we did build a great life. But of course, when you're 19 years old compared to when you're like 25 and then when you're 30, like sometimes it, it does become difficult and you kind of don't grow together. And then I think when life happens, I think we chose the children in it all, right? Like yeah. we chose of what's, what do we need to do for the kids? They kept us busy and we in no way worked on us you know and I even felt like anytime if it was just me and him like and not with the girls or anything like we were always fighting like about everything so I was gonna ask do you think if Mia wasn't like was maybe not born then would it you have stayed with him or you think it was more I don't know because maybe that would have forced us to just be with one another and focus on one another right and then I think I think for me, what mainly happened, I think sometimes I'm, I am very independent. I am very strong. Um, Like, I feel like I'm like always the, the decision maker. I'm always the planner. I like, I do all of that. Like, I feel like I, that's just what I do naturally all the time, like in any environment that I am. And I think sometimes I've noticed is I feel like women that are strongly independent like that like tend to be forgotten about or like feel you just don't feel like you need to go out of your way to take care of them because they're taking care of everything yeah you know what I mean but like that's really not true like I feel like strong like people like that do need to be checked on and I think that is a hundred percent what occurred like if an issue happened like it was on me like to handle it and it's not necessarily that like he expected that I think I just maybe took charge of that and I just made that role mine. And then it's got like, comfortable. Of like, yeah. oh, she's going to do it anyways. Like, I don't have to yeah, do this. Like, you made him understand that you were going to do it regardless. Yeah, so. and I think maybe that could have been my love language. You know what I mean? Like, first of all, I've never been, like, a stay-at-home mom. Like, I've always worked. I've always had a career. So, but, like, I feel like my love language was very much, um, I'm going to take care of you like where he had to just like go to work he came home and like everything was done like I picked up the kids I took them to school I made sure they were at practices and 
you know, I would make dinner, I would clean the house, like the yard, like plan all our trips, like, you know, because my girls like travel a lot. And I would just do a lot of that. And I felt like at first for me, I was just like, oh, like, I just want to have like this perfect little house like I feel like I would be like a housewife but then I was still working you know yeah, that's the thing like a lot of like women are still expected to do all these things yet they're still working the same hours as guys working you know like, yeah mm-hmm. so I think that's kind of what happened there and then I don't know like I feel like when I was just tired because I feel like all that gets tiring after yeah. a while you know and then I feel like when I just start getting tired or like asking for stuff then I felt like it was like if he would kind of make a big deal about it or like wouldn't do it so then I just started feeling like very like unvalued you know and then it was like a lot of things and I think the main thing for me the main thing that I feel like what would have changed the relationship is I feel he just never took the time for me like we never went out like on our own or like he never acknowledged me if he came home or anything like that Mm -hmm. like so I genuinely felt like like he was not my husband. And I think I disconnected that. Like, I think I did start thinking like, man, like this guy's not my husband. Like, yeah. that's not what you do. And then I think it's kind of shitty because I feel like we were around a lot of like husband and wives and stuff. And I feel like I was always by myself or and don't get me wrong. He always worked a lot and he was working hard. It's not like he was just always sitting at home, not doing anything. Or he was like, oh, out doing other things. Like it was never really like that. Um, but I feel like he definitely didn't take the time or put in that effort, mm-hmm. you know, and it was years coming. I feel I did, you know, attempt to like, you know, I did let him know. I feel like I was very vocal about it, but then I feel like I was vocal about it. So then after I was vocal about it, I just didn't think anything was genuine. Mm, like, like, for example, yeah. Like I, for example, like, only because you said it. Yes. Yeah. So like, for example, if I'm like, Oh, you never like take me out or you'll never tell me I'm beautiful or like anything like that. Cause it really was like that. Like I genuinely, like now that I look back at it, because even when like how Alyssa says, even when you end it, like you still have a process and you don't realize. And I think once you start evaluating everything and then you're like, Oh my God, like yeah. this is why I felt this way. Or, you know, and I felt like I just felt like less of like a woman. Like I didn't feel beautiful. Like I didn't feel like I was worthy of being a wife like because I feel like he didn't ever marry me or like attempt to try to marry me or anything so then I'm like oh my god like I'm nothing like I'm literally nothing like you know I'm like I'm just someone's maid I'm just someone's fucking cook I'm just like if he calls like I have to go do x y and I would do all that and then if I feel like if it were the other way it was definitely not that you know what I mean so then like I just felt like one day I was just like you know what like what am I doing like I I would like sit there and cry every night or I would be sad and I think I was in love with the idea of what he could have been yeah and I think that's what made me stay for so long and I feel like I'd be like no one day it's gonna be okay like one day like he is gonna realize or one day like I would do that Mm -hmm. and I would be crying there and like everything and I just felt like no and then I feel like I took responsibility you know because I feel like that's the first thing I did I don't even feel like I was mad at him Mm-hmm. like I wasn't even mad about it like I, I feel like I just realized like I'm in charge of my happiness like what am I gonna freaking do what am yeah. I gonna do scream at him tell me I'm beautiful scream at him to go out no like if he wanted that he would have done that yeah. yeah you know what I mean so then I just started like I started just realizing like no like who cares like you know I'm gonna do what I need to do to make me happy and I'm gonna do what I need to do to make my kids happy like that's not fair to them but like 
like we're not going to go do certain things or their mom's not going to be happy like because of that right mm -hmm. so then I just started doing a lot of things like without like even in, like advising him or telling him like if me and the girls wanted to go take a trip we would go if we were planning stuff for their sports and I needed to go out of town like we would just go like yeah. I was like I'm not going to sit here and you know, tell you all the plans and everything. And then I, and I do feel like he did put some effort and like, he did notice or like, he's like, you don't need to tell me anything. And I'm just like, what do you want me to tell you? Like, yeah. you know, and then I feel like once he did try things, like, I feel like it was just too late for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think it was genuine. Like, I'm like, no, dude, like you're only telling me this because I said something. I'm like, I know for a fact, if I would have never said anything to you, you would be comfortable living the way we were. And you were happy that way. Mm -hmm. And I think I just realized that it's just not my job yeah. to make someone be a certain way with me. Like, I'm like, no. And I feel like it's a, such a huge weight because I know so many women like that stay in relationships because they're married mm -hmm. and stay in relationships because they have kids. And what am I going to do about the house? Where am I going to live? And, you know, especially because I think women do take a backseat in their careers. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think women 100% take a backseat or are the ones that like get more comfortable or take the job that's going to be that's going to suit their children mm -hmm. for some reason women are just assumed that role yeah so i feel like sometimes it is harder for women you know men can go and get promoted and never have to worry about picking up a child never have to worry like and I, they're not all men are like that but a lot that's how it is like they get to work and find their career without worrying about you know yeah. the kids part of like it like that thing never came up in deciding yes or no like yeah it was never oh how would i get them after school yeah, you know? exactly like, yeah. so and i feel like women have like so many other things and i think it is scary because you think like there is no way no. that i can survive or there's no way like i can do it without yeah him i can or... do it without him but i think you know, like I said, I wasn't even mad at him. I accepted it. I'm like, you know what? Like the kind of husband he is, it's not what I want. Yeah. And it's not. And I even like, that's how much I feel like I just like, I knew he didn't love me, but I feel like I just loved him so much that I would still do a lot for him knowing that he doesn't, doesn't love me and that he didn't, he was never going to return that to me, you know? And I, I, like I said, I wasn't even mad. I just accepted it. Yeah. Well, it's because like, I feel like he was your best friend. Like yeah. you 17 years, like how could someone not know? like you the best mm -hmm. and I feel like that's what's hard to leave because it's like who like if when you want to run to someone like who like mine's always mad and like I can't even imagine like you can't even run to him and tell him things because like it's done like you know what I mean like I think that's what's hard like I feel for you for that yeah that's hard I think that is was the hardest part is mm -hmm. like something bad happens to you, even if they wouldn't even give me like all the best solutions like I just felt like he was just my person, you know, like mm -hmm. he was my person to call or like, just like, I would feel comfortable because I knew like, okay, I have this person, like he can contribute in some way, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. but I feel like now it's like, shit, like if something goes wrong, like there is no backup plan. Yeah. You know, like I am the backup, you know? So I feel like that's really hard, but I think at the end of the day, like, I don't think there's anything I would do different. I feel like it actually made me like so much better of a woman. And I feel like mm -hmm. I lost my womanhood in it all. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I was just in mom mode 24 seven and caretaker yeah. mode 24 seven, you know? And I feel like I was angry. Yeah. Like I was mad all the time. Like I was frustrated all the time. And I think like this new era of me is like, wow. You mm -hmm. know, like, it's like, 
who would have ever thought like oh my god I can freaking like pay my mortgage pay my bills like get my girls like everywhere they need to be and I make time for myself like I go to the gym when I would always have like a freaking thousand excuses mm-hmm. like oh no I have to take me out here I have to do this I have to go to bed and then right and I felt like I just started loving myself and it was we were still in our relationship and I just realized that like no I know he's not gonna like be the one for me mm-hmm. and I'm like so I need to be the one for me like I need to be okay like if that's what it is like I'm not gonna bother him anymore yeah. I'm not gonna bother him to love me I'm not gonna bother him to be my husband I'm like I'm gonna be happy for me I'm gonna do all this shit for me you know like I'm gonna freaking like get my mind right get my body right like do all this stuff for the girls happily yeah like you know so I feel like I started going to the gym I started doing like a lot of self-help books you know I started just like going out with friends not even going out like going to dinner with friends like you know talking about ideas talking about future like not necessarily gossiping and talking about my relationship like no yeah. like because that doesn't define me and I think as women we do get defined in our relationship or we find happiness in like being the best wife and being the best like all the all this stuff for other people you know so I feel like it definitely made me realize that I am a woman and I'm freaking amazing mm-hmm. you know and I feel like I started loving myself and holding myself high you know and I think like that was just so life-changing and I think you know we we don't have to get lost in it, you know? Like, that's the best example you can set for, like, your girls, you know? like And that was huge for me, and I would think about that. I would always tell myself, like, what would I do if this was happening to Mia? Yeah. Like, what would I do? Like, like you wouldn't I, approve of that. I wouldn't have. Yeah. And it's and it's sad, and it's, it's crappy, and, you know, it doesn't necessarily take away from, like, him as a father, because I feel like he is a great father to the girls, but... Like, I feel like sometimes we don't realize the examples and the things that we're okay, we're setting Mm -hmm. with our children. You know what I mean? Like, I think sometimes we don't realize like a lot of little things, like even in friendships, like I felt like Mia probably thinks like you just put up with that because that's just what good people do. You know what I mean? They're there for you no matter what. Yeah, like no matter if they're mean to you, no matter if they're rude to you, no matter if they're not going to help you, like, oh, you just keep going, you just keep going, you just keep doing things for them. You know, like maybe like that's how you were in your your relationship in the beginning. Like, like, oh, we see all our, our mothers and aunts and everything putting up with it. You know, like that's marriage because back then it was hardly ever divorce, you know, like. So we we taught we were taught or not not that they taught us this but just by it was just our environment yeah you know that and sometimes we I always say that like and I feel like I always think that like I feel like we are always a product of our environment and we always think like oh that's just what you do and sometimes subconsciously we become our parents that way oh my gosh my grandma I feel like made me cry so hard she'd be like Steph you have no idea like how proud I am of you like she's like because like. She's like, that was the right thing to do. And you have no idea how many women don't ever do it. Yeah. And they should. Yeah. You know? And I feel like she just breaks my heart. Like, and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just a mess. But <laughs> I'm not always crying, but I do cry. Like, and, but I feel like I am super proud of myself. It like, because be. I do feel like I didn't have a plan. Yeah. Like, I literally didn't have a plan. Just I feel like had- I knew I had to just be out. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't know, it'll work out. And I just thought, like, you know, what are the things I would lose? All, like, things, all monetary. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, okay, who cares? Like, I'll live in a little apartment. Who cares? Like, me mm-hmm. and the girls can live in a little shack. Who cares? 
Yeah. Like we can be happy. We will find happiness and all that freaking work out. Yeah. You know? For sure. So, yeah. I just wanted to, before you, it gets like way past, she had just said in the beginning about how you said that it kind you kind of felt like it was your fault because you assumed the role for responsibility and everything, but a real partner or even a real friendship sees that you assume the role for everything else in your life that when you come home, they want to take care of you. So it's not yeah. your fault that you're independent, that your partner doesn't see that they need to take care of you when you come home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the stress you're like enduring when you get, you can tell like when you get, yeah. you're like, shit. yeah, but then that's the thing too. Like, cause I feel like, and sometimes like, I feel like they wouldn't, he wouldn't recognize the way I wanted help either. Like, for example, like if I'm like, oh, it's cause like the girls have practice, like I'm freaking tired or whatever. It's like, well, just don't take them. Mm. and like it's like no just take them like you know what I mean like so then it would be like that so then I would end up taking them like you know what I mean like it just it takes a very like strong strong person like to have someone who's so independent who's like I don't need you but I would love for you to just like care for Mm -hmm. me and like support me yeah and that's sure I know I'll find it one day. <laughs> I've already have in myself. <laughs> there you go. You know, yeah. I, found it. <laughs> I just have like one question. Like how hard was it to tell your children? Because he's their father, right? So like, is that a conversation you had with them or you, you just kind of not it just with, happened? Not with my little one. I definitely, well, I kind of did, but I definitely had it with Mia because I think Mia was at that age where she yeah. kind of like has more friends or she like you know what i mean and um sometimes i feel like sometimes i feel like we would watch a lot of like we would watch like jenny better or something and i feel like she would always hate men like she would always <laughs> say things like that she's like oh my god why are men like that like and it was like those old school men who expected women to do everything and i'm like is she i'm like does she think that's what i am <laughs> like, you know? well, i'm glad she notices that yeah. though, and see something wrong in that because some people don't they think yeah. that's how yeah. men are supposed to be but so then, she sees that. yeah and to be honest it was hard because mia would cry mm-hmm. you know like she'd be like why like i just don't want you guys to be fighting i want and she was always worried like she was losing me because she would always be like, so are you not coming to my tournaments anymore? Like, so you're not going to come to dinner with us anymore? Or like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, she was so worried. I would be crying and crying. And like, that was hard. But then I feel like now I feel a lot better because she does tell me like, she's like, I actually do enjoy like our time. And I do think like mine and her relationship became stronger. Yeah. Because I do feel like I was always mad and then I always would feel bad because she's like the oldest. So then yeah. I feel like she would be very like, I would always be like, yeah, like get this. Like I like I feel like she was like my go-to person who I would like lash out on. Like to be helping me or whatever, you know? And I'm like, oh my God, it's not her job. Like, and my mom would always be on me about it. She's like, that's not Mia's don't be having Mia do that. And I don't know. Like, and then I would always just be mad. And I feel like, but then since I like got out of that, I didn't have that stress. I maybe I accepted like, okay, I'm doing everything. But then it's like the way I do, the way I want to do it, not like to accommodate other people or to like make sure. Because sometimes it was hard because I feel like I would have to do things, but then I still needed to be there for that person and make sure like dinner was done and I have to pick. Maybe I had to pick them up or I had to be there when he got there. And like now I'm just free. Like I was yeah. just free to do things on my terms and Mia will tell me, she's like, I actually do like it like this. Yeah. Like, you know, and I do feel like mine and her relationship, like we're so much closer. 
Yeah. And I think there's this like out there that you have to have like a healthy environment for your kids. You have to have a mom and dad or, but that's not Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's easier when they have their dad time and then they have their mom time separately. Like, of course, it doesn't work out. Sometimes it's more toxic staying together because then like if they get upset and the kids are there, like, you know, they're, they feel, they know what's going on, especially if they're older, they know what's going on. Oh yeah, they do. No, but like, that's definitely inspiring, like your story because we're like, I know a lot of people feel it too. Cause like when we first did your episode, like some people reached out to me and told me like, Mm -hmm. like housewives reached out to me. Like I can relate so bad where I feel like that right now. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there's a way out, you know? a lot of people can relate to that yeah you're helping people they're helping me too (laughs) Valerie you're so quiet over there I'm just listening you're listening listening do you want to talk to us about your stories or your yeah breakups that you've had um I just wanted to talk touch on how to get through a breakup which I think I was in the fifth grade when I was first taught and I was taught how to go through a breakup. Ah. It was taught how to go through <laughs> like a breakup. Who? My mom. <laughs> oh my so God. I was in a little middle school relationship where you know that you, in your delusional head, you think that's the person you're going to stay with forever in the fifth grade. Wouldn't relate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he sent me a text message and he was just like, it's over. Or maybe it was a phone call. It was probably a phone call. And then he just hung up. And that was it. And then I looked to my mom and I was like, so-and-so just broke up with me. And she busts out laughing at me. (laughs) (laughs) And now she says that it was just nerves, that she didn't know how to deal with me being so sad. But then the next day, she didn't make me go to school. We got ice cream and we watched Gilmore Girls. And she Mm -hmm. just told me, she just reminded me that it's okay to just to wallow and to it's okay mm-hmm. to be sad. It's okay to stay in bed. And if your mom lets you not go to school. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that really helped me once I was older and getting out of my more serious relationship. I just felt like it was really important to surround myself with my family. I yeah. think, yeah. and I know breakups sometimes even feel like um, a step back. Like, let's say Stephanie wasn't okay to pay the mortgage and sometimes you got to go back to mom and dad's house and it feels Mm -hmm. like a step back and you don't have your privacy anymore I had to do that when I was 21 I had to move back but you also it so bad sometimes at that time yeah like it's almost better I know it feels like a step back but maybe like you're saying maybe that's what you need to be around your family and Mm -hmm. remind yourself of who you were before you were in that relationship also not only that hardest part is to know that you're never going to be the same after a breakup ever you're not going to be that naive 17 year old that your brain's never going to work like that ever again like you're going to see everybody Mm -hmm. different and I think it's so healthy though to just like let your emotions be Mm -hmm. and let you just feel your emotions and go through them because I think sometimes like for me, even that was hard. Like for me, I feel like I had so much going on that I couldn't even feel like I couldn't even think about it because I still have to get up. I still take my kids. I still had to do all these things. And sometimes I just couldn't let myself feel. And it was crazy because I wouldn't even be thinking of anything, but the moment I was alone 
Like the, every moment that I was alone, I'd be crying and crying. And when I started going to the gym, I would cry and cry. Like, I don't know why, like I would just be working out and I would just be crying. Yeah. You know, and I think it's like, <clears throat> they get, like movies and stuff. They give you like this stigma that you have to move like right away. Like they break up. Oh, okay. Like I'm a strong I'm woman. I'm going to do this. Yeah. And I feel like, sorry, Elizabeth, but like Taylor Swift, like shows like it's okay to cry. It's okay to like, <laughs> like fuck up his car I'm just that, that, that was no, Carrie so Underwood <laughs> no but I just feel like it's okay to cry or be sad in the moment like have a day yeah. yeah like you don't have to write up like spring back up and like okay I'm okay like because that's mm-hmm. not normal that's not real no. life yeah I feel something you said Valerie hit me so hard that like you're never going to be that same person again that's like for me it was the worst part of the process like I had to grieve myself Mm-hmm. And there's this line in a Frank Ocean song that says, we'll never be those kids again. And like, yeah. every time I hear it, I just break down. Like, it's yeah. so, because before that relationship, I was like obsessed with myself. <laughs> yeah. And then it broke me down so much. And I'm get, I'm back to that, I think. <laughs> but I just, I, I'm still not the same person. Like, right. it just, that's the worst part, I think. It is. Even the way you treat people around you. Like, I remember, I think I waited about a year before I met Connor, like everybody I I was like dating, not seriously. And the first date I had with Connor, I was like a little interrogator. I was like, when was the last time you did drugs? Have you ever cheated on anybody? (laughs) Nine to five. Like I was so scared that I was going to make the same mistakes I did in my Mm -hmm. first relationship. It took years, right? To realize they weren't really my mistakes that were happening. But I just feel like everybody that entered my life after my first big breakup it was like do I trust you are you texting behind my back like even friends I feel like you just I just didn't have any trust in anybody mm-hmm. and then like going back home after that first breakup was that a hard thing to do or were your parents just like well it was my parents are super 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 nice and they never wanted me to leave in the first place so when I told them that my lease was about to be up and I wanted to come home. The first thing they told me was, he's not coming with you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They even bought his TV from him so that he could get a plane ticket to get the heck out of Arizona. Like, (laughs) 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 and then the next thing was, what color do you want your room? And I just remember, I'd be like, black. And my mom was like, are you sure? Like, you might not feel like that in a month. And I was like, you want it black. And yeah. (laughs) redid my room for me like she painted it black but my colors were nice and pink my family was really supportive so I don't know how I would have been able to get through it if I didn't have my mom and my dad because Mm -hmm. I do imagine not having a good mom and dad to go back to or even a home to go back to just being by yourself like having to figure it out Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that's hard and so once like you moved out did you just stop communication or like was there like you know it lingers for a while luckily he was out of the state so I didn't have any fallback like that like where um I would want to hook up with him or anything in my delusional head I thought somehow we would end up back together Mm -hmm. um but literally the day before I took him to because I still took him to the airport literally the day before (laughs) I took him to the airport he told me he had to see he had wanted to say goodbye to one of his aunts and I had never even I had been known this kid since junior year I didn't even know he had family in Arizona 
<laughs> so it's like, okay. So I drop him off. The next day I take him to the airport. Me and my brother are sobbing because my brother really, really loved him like an older brother. We're sobbing. My mom gave us money so we can go to the mall. And then I get on Facebook and a girl posted a video of him the night before. And he was just seeing another ex-girlfriend the night before. You would think that would have been my like, okay, cut off communication. Don't talk to him ever again. I would send him money <laughs> for like three months. I would go to the bank and deposit money into his account. I would answer all of his phone calls. I think until I noticed my emails and like my Facebook was getting hacked, I think that's when I was like, okay, I need to stop. And then he would call me out of the blue. And I think we talked about this a little bit on Alyssa's episode, but he would tell me that he was losing his hair because I was stressing him out so much and I wasn't giving him money. And I was the reason he couldn't be in Arizona anymore. And just like all this crazy stuff. So no, I didn't cease communication, but I should have. To be fair, I've met this guy and he's very good with his words. Like he's, you would never have thought he was doing that stuff. Like he was capable of doing that. Like he was very good. He was a scam. Yeah. You know, 19, 19 year old Valerie definitely thought he was like the worst human on the planet. But now I look back and we were only 17 and 18. He had a really bad upbringing. Um, He had no business being the man of my apartment or like providing for me or taking care of me or even being in a relationship. That's in my opinion, 18 year old Valerie should not have been in an apartment with a boyfriend anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. so like if you could tell yourself something now like your 17 year old self what would you say to you I think the most important thing is that physical abuse is not the only type of abuse yeah. like yep. I'm 30 years old and this relationship ended when I was 21 and I still find myself dealing with things from when I was in that stage in my life or just Like I said, not being able to trust people or thinking because he's not hitting me, the yelling isn't that bad or like kicking a door down. That's not that bad. He's not hitting me. He's just trying to get me to to hurt him, you know? Yeah. (laughs) How sweet. And And I think the biggest thing is forgiving yourself for all the reactive stuff that you do to somebody that's like that to you. Because for a long time, I was like, oh, I'm a piece of crap because I scream, I cuss, I kicked a door one time. It's like, they kind of make you feel crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, it's me. They turn it around on you. Like, you have to prove your love to them. And, like, that's just the way they get you. They're acting that way because you did this. Yeah, I'm just not loving them enough. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm making them feel bad. Yes, and girls, if he's accusing you of cheating... (laughs) He's cheating. 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 Yes. He is cheating. Like he would convince me sometimes and I'd be like, am I cheating? Oh my God. Oh my God. No, same. Like, yeah. I would be like, am I doing something really Have bad? Have you seen like, that Kevin oh. Hart skit where he was just like, he's like, you know, the girls so sad on their lie that they make you believe the lie. They're like, what's yeah. that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, there's this, uh, I think like three boys on TikTok 
and they literally just pass the phone and they just say the most gaslighting thing oh, oh, yeah, that they it. can say. And sometimes I'm like, oh, do they have a handbook? Like how <laughs> are they saying things that I was told 10 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how to gaslight. The yeah, seriously. Have you ever been gaslit, Alex? Um, I didn't know what really that term was, but then like I look at it and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But I didn't know better. I mean, I was in high school, middle school, high school <laughs> shit. Like it was so like for those that don't know, Alexan was like in a long term relationship <laughs> <laughs> as a child. <laughs> I was literally in a nine year, <laughs> six year relationship in middle school. <laughs> high school till I was in college and just like I don't know what happened I just I was like this is not what a relationship is and um I haven't talked about it in like 11 plus years I feel like no one ever asked about before (laughs) (laughs) met my husband for 11 years so tell us a little bit about what why do you feel like it was bad like looking back well what wasn't like we were just so dependent on each other like I feel like that we shouldn't have been like that like in high school I feel like I didn't I still don't have a lot of friends because I was so dependent to him and I was so loyal to him Mm -hmm. and um I remember like I couldn't even um have like guy friends or I couldn't even have a guy cousin like without him (laughs) accusing me, but it was like both ways like we were super toxic to each other like that was a dynamic of our relationship was like why didn't you text me back like it's been five minutes or like why didn't you walk meet me halfway like why why aren't you answering your phone or why um why this girl messaging you oh it's my cousin when it really wasn't your cousin <laughs> that's why he didn't trust you with your cousin do you think it was toxic because you got kind of stunted in the age that you guys met? I feel yes. So I just didn't know better. We grew up like from literally adolescence to being um, seven, six, all the way to like 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know any better than this is how what a relationship was of course like we had fights but that was my but I thought were hardships but like he would literally call me I don't think I ever told anyone so I didn't really, like I never really talked about this but I or maybe you guys remember I blacked out a lot of what happened because I feel like that's what made me so insecure now like I still think about it I'm not saying he didn't know better he didn't come from a good childhood either like I did but like I'd be called a slut or ugly. I was too dark. I was like, can't wear cowboy boots because you're not white or you can't, um, you're not sexy or because you have big legs or it was very <laughs> demeaning. Like, I feel yeah. like you're really skinny. <laughs> I well, and since you were really, you see me now. <laughs> <I'm not sure. laughs> can you imagine being told that since a sixth grade all the way until you know, shapes you. Or, or like on, um, I remember this, like when you would take photos, like at the mall and you give them, and we were, not if we were straight together, like there were times like, oh, I'm not like with him no more. I know we're middle school, high school, whatever. Yeah. But 
I would see him like call me like um, to his friends, like she's ugly, she's too dark. And that I was so like repulsive kind of thing. So it was really hard on social media. Then he would be looking up like this girl, he would go with his cousin, but it was her best friend. And I found out later, like he would literally be like making out, like be with her, like literally a relationship with this girl. And um, even after like his mom and parents like would message me shit, like calling me a monkey. What the like, hell? It was horrible. Like, oh and I didn't God. tell no one. I was just like, I'm just going to leave it. I remember even my mom helping me one time um, take all my, all the stuff he's ever bought me because he lived like up the street. Yeah. And throwing all it on his lawn. Yeah. Like, but that was like, after he had thrown all your stuff. No, yeah. And he asked for like okay. the ring back and the necklace I don't know if you back. know this, but I literally got in a fight with his parents on social media. <laughs> like I literally messaged him because I did know the stuff like that yeah. he was sending you and that the parents were sending you. And I literally like threatened like to take them to court for the things that they were doing. And I was like literally fighting with them. I was so, but like, that's how I am. Like, I feel like I'm so defensive of my family. Like I'll get freaking crazy. <laughs> I, I was just telling Matt the other day, like, can you believe that when I was in middle school, I got diagnosed with depression, like, cause of a really yeah. bad fight I had with him. And I didn't want to eat. Like, I feel like I did want to hurt myself. So I had to be like, put on, I think it's crazy. Like pills. Like I can't even imagine ever being, like yeah. that way and I just was so scared because he was the person I knew the most he was my best friend I thought like if I lost him like I wasn't yeah, gonna definitely. have anything yeah. I was young um, and didn't know better is that when you when you when you fainted and you fell yeah yeah I was gonna say I remember obviously not getting specifics but I remember my parents being like we're gonna go visit Alex like, we're going to go to El Paso and we're just going to visit Alex. And I do remember you being like this, like super, 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 super tiny. And you yeah. even looked like no color. Yeah, I was pale. I think that's also the time I called and pretended to be Desiree. <laughs> I see. And like these things, I don't remember. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I, I just... was like, you can't call her ever again. My little 13 year old voice probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her aunt and you better never call ever again. And. Yeah, I remember. I remember a lot of that. It was hard, and it was like, and then I thought when I graduated um, high school, we went to college. It was going to be so different, and I was like, "Oh, he's changed, or he's a really good guy." And I remember being there, and I was talking to him, and I was like, "I just think we're going in different directions. Like, I don't think I can't see myself marrying you or having kids with you or like and I told him to his face and he threw all his food at me his lemonade at me like in the middle of the foyer at the um the community college Uh like I remember and then I would I was like he was my ride I didn't have (laughs) like a car I came with him and I'll be walking I had to call my mom to pick me up and he was just following me in the truck like just yelling at me and everything and then um not shortly after we got together again like <laughs> i'm just stupid but no. um yeah. i remember the day i broke up with him like we were at buffalo wild wings and i told them this is the last like meal like where after he paid 
<laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I'm sure I probably did have, but I probably did have. Actually, I paid. Actually, yeah, it was my card. Yeah. <laughs> you also had like a cell phone that my mom paid for. Like it was, it was crazy. Um, but anyway, I told him this is the last one. He was like breakdown crying, and then he was like, "Get the fuck out of my car!" Like when he was dropping me off, and then he even tried like to kiss me again. And I'm like, "No, this is like this is." I think it's crazy then. how men can act, or not. I mean, he probably was like a boy, but like how like your partners can act like that. Like they were horrible you to this whole time, and then when you finally leave, they're like a whole other person i'm just like where the hell was this person or like you know but i'm glad that (laughs) you did not stay with that person and i feel like karma's real and i feel like the universe is real and i think like like you have like such a great loving relationship and i feel like it's so deserved you know like after all that it's like you would think like you wouldn't know like how to be like in a relationship or how to like know what's what's good or think that that's normal that toxic is normal you know what i mean and but i think matt like he just i don't know he just like even though i have like my moments like where i'm just like the little toxic because i just wasn't used to it and i'll be like why aren't you like messaging me or why are um like who are you texting all the time like i get into those little things and he like will literally stop me like why will why would i go to anyone else like well, why would i want to lose you like he like thankful for him probably if he wasn't like a strong willed and strong man as he is he I probably wouldn't be in that relationship just because of I would have ruined it mm-hmm. like I would have ruined that relationship but he was just hell over hills for me and the best he's so strong he made me more independent he made me just be a better version made you myself. secure like yeah. you know like made you feel good not only like with him but like with yourself like yeah. you know no I yeah. love it yeah, yeah. do you so- sorry do you ever wish you gave yourself a little bit more like you time before you got into your next relationship? You know, um, yes, a little bit. I mean, I, it's hard because I didn't, I feel like it was the same year that I ended like this, like on and off again, um, relationship. It, I did meet Matt, but it was just, and I even tried to be like, I was, I even told, I remember he always tells everyone this story that I told him I just want to be friends. <laughs> I didn't want to get into like um, a big relationship. And I think I was dating like others, but like before I met, like I was set up on other dates and stuff. Why are you looking at me? Because you said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I then it set, just set like, you up on friendship dates on regular but um but then when I like started talking to him and we would just talk for hours and we would go to the gym and stuff and I was like I, I can't just be like your friend like and I didn't yeah. want to walk away from that and I think I didn't want to walk away yeah. from that no yeah no. for sure because we wouldn't have awesome a comedian person. in the family are you <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> I would still be here, guys. I'm still here. I have. She unlocked a a memory for me when she said that she paid for half of the the credit card bill. I used to give my ex my debit card before we would walk into dinner with my parents, so that my parents would think oh my God. who was paying. Um, let the me things tell we you, do for men in high school when I wanted to go out with my friend, but I couldn't. 
I would, I would call his friends and I would be like, Hey, can you take so-and-so out? Like, can you invite him out somewhere? And then he would text me, Oh, they invited me. Is that okay if I go? I'm like, yeah. So then that's the only way I would be able to go. You'd be able friends. to go with your friends. <laughs> and then we took them to Disneyland. We took the toxic boys to Disneyland. We did. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we went to Disneyland. I remember that. Yeah, it's actually in the pictures. I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> I brought that up too. <laughs> I cropped him out of all the pictures. The good thing is he was I need to do that. Just it's so funny. I was going through pictures and I was looking for, I forgot why I was looking for pictures of myself. <laughs> my mom has graduation pictures of him. Like that's how much she even like yeah. loved him and like because she knew his family wasn't like that. It's by himself with his diplomas. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that's my far family for you though. And they just makes me like like real like my mom was just like freaking like hard of gold, yeah. man. Like I you I know. wish I could be half the person. That's she what I is. say all the time. I'm like, I'm, you're not even half what she is. Yeah. So, like, if you could give your future teenage daughters advice now, what would it be? That boys are stupid, throw rocks at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. G used to tell me yeah. that. <laughs> um, no, all jokes aside, um, that I'm always going to be there for them um that what you're going through now is like just tiny compared to what you're gonna grow to be and no mm-hmm. one don't let anyone tell you what you are who you are define yourself like you are the best you just have all the confidence in the world don't let anyone step on that mm-hmm. that's so sad what you went through honestly yeah. i don't even know half of that um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't i didn't tell let's drive to his house beat him up <laughs> i know where he lives <laughs> i do just kidding well, we know where his lives. shitty parents live so let's go over there <laughs> so horrible huh I know. but i really did give him a fight with his um both his mom because were they together no huh? no yeah because i remember it was the dad it's just crazy because they like wanted me to marry him like they legit like swore like I was gonna marry him and they would even like send messages like why you're not gonna find someone better like oh the uh, hell she's not and that's what you're worried about <laughs> I know like, thank you so guys like what's the most unhinged thing you've done after a breakup I made a, I made a plenty of fish account and I would literally flirt with him on plenty of fish <laughs> just to prove that he was he was dating and he what because he would text me but he I guess he knew like my texting because he was like I know this is you Valerie I'm like but you're still on plenty of fish so I'm still yeah, right plenty of fish. <laughs> I don't know I mean I'm trying to think yeah I don't think I think everything that I might have done was pretty warranted I mean I sent there were a lot of times afterwards that I would send because um, he had a Twitter account that I knew he didn't use. So I would send these long messages there, like just telling him off and telling him, I know now what you are. I know that you were abusive. <laughs> I know. I know that. <laughs> say it. Say it out loud. <laughs> um, but I don't feel like that was that unhinged. I don't no. know. With other, I I... the other relationships, I would send long messages after also yeah. telling him off. I feel like that's one thing I wish I could go and do. I feel like I never got closure. Like mm-hmm. I never 
while I was in communication with him, came to the realization what a butthole he was. So I never told him off. Like I never mm-hmm. told him like, I know you did this, this, and this, and this, and that stinks. My brother yeah. has seen him, but that's it. Send a note with him next time. <laughs> Can you give this to him? <laughs> no, he, he, the guy looked down. Like it was my dad and my brother and he like looked at the floor and walked in the opposite direction. Um, I don't think I've ever done anything like crazier. I think I just did crazy things. I was about to say I did crazy things, but in the relationship. (laughs) Like I felt, yeah, Yeah, but I don't think, you know what? I feel like I'm always kind and I feel like I always, I mean, I try to be kind and I feel like, I feel like when I love, I love so hard that I feel like all my exes, like except for maybe one, but all my exes, I feel like I still talk to live in Texas till this day. No, they don't all live in Texas. <laughs> but um, I still will talk to to this day. Like not like oh we talk every day, but like like we'll be on social media. Like we mm-hmm. keep in touch. Like you know. Yeah, I just had a moment. My exes were at my wedding. <laughs> You're zero. I will never see his. I don't even say my ex's name. But I just had a memory of the first time we broke up. Cause he was cheating and I found out cause I had to drag him into, like I had to literally drag him to the house cause he was so drunk. We went out and then I, I was holding his phone for him and I looked through it and he was cheating. He was talking to someone else. And so, and I had, he, we were staying at my mom's house. So I told my mom or she heard me cause I woke him up and I threw his phone at him and then I was like, get the fuck out of my Your house. Poor mom. <laughs> and my mom heard and she's like, what's going on? And I told her and she helped me push him out of the house. <laughs> him against the wall <laughs> and then I drove him home and at every I would be going fast this is bad I don't condone this and then I would stop really hard at every stop like, so he kept hitting his head oh my God. and then I, when I got there his mom came out because I guess I screeched in his mom came out and I was like take him he's cheating on me and I went in and I um like I had made all this stuff like I wrote poems for him that he framed and I had like there were all these pictures I ripped everything I broke everything and then I yeah I just and in the middle this was the middle of the night I took all my clothes too and everything um then I was back in two weeks (laughs) you know what is so speaking of unhinged let's talk about cheating men because I try to visualize and I can still visualize my ex's um apartment and I had his jersey number, like, framed, like, really nice on the wall. And then, like, one of my little stuffed Eeyores were there. And I found out that he cheated on me in that apartment. And there's just, like, something in my stomach that I'm like, how can you do that? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you look at something that your girlfriend slash partner made for you and still go through with something like that? I think that's the yeah, worst part. The it's just, like, trying ones. to figure out why, how people can just be so mean. Yeah. or in your car in your car, in your car. Yeah. yeah or like one time I <laughs> dropped my well yeah I dropped my ex off at his friend's work it was his ex's work and then I picked him up at four in the morning from her apartment his friend's apartment yeah. but I I took he called me at four in the morning to come get him he was done having sex with her <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh my ex called my mom when I found out that he cheated on me and he was like puking on the phone sobbing that he was so sorry he only did it because he thought I was being really flirty with this other dude and he thought I had cheated so he was just trying to even the score so that we can get back to normal that's unhinged men are the unhinged ones 
Cheaters are the unhinged ones. Cheaters. I'm not that I know, but I don't think I've ever been cheated on. I think I didn't have to go through that. Because I probably would go psycho, I think. You, I feel you like you would just think... see red. Black. <laughs> I didn't. I was <laughs> hugging him when he was crying. It's like, it's okay. We don't make this. Oh <laughs> just a bump in the road. Because <laughs> he was very like, I hate myself. I don't know why yeah, I they do this. That. It was working on you, huh? I think like the worst part is I had a really good friend. It was in middle school, so I don't have ill attend to her. But um, when we were going through stuff, he literally cheated on me with her. And she was like my best, best friend. Oh, my gosh. And- Alex, he would message me on MySpace when you Ew. guys would break up. Oh, my God. Ew. I can't. I remember being like, what the heck? Like, did he ever look in a mirror to oh like God, i know i don't even know i've said the things to you i don't know like, if he like i felt like he needed i don't know if it's because he needed loving and like what attracted me to him it to could also be to... his environment you know what i yeah. mean like maybe that's he just didn't know and i think he obviously was a manipulator so i feel like he just kept you low so if he if people tell you ugly things about you you're gonna try harder with them to make them love yeah. you more, to make you be with you more and all that. And I think that was exactly the case. For him to have known that at such a young age, like that's a scary guy. That I know. <laughs> I mean, so wait, I never really, it's just, I don't know. Go ahead. So your, fr- your friend made out with him? Yeah, they went on dates. Like I remember seeing like Facebook photos of them at Bonnie's. And for the longest time, I couldn't like pass by that street because oh. it like just gives you pit in your stomach yeah. what friend was this what did um, it start with i don't think you guys moms ever talk to you about like what girl code is no no, no. alex this will be a funny story do you remember when you were over one summer and one of my friends came over i'm not going to say any names and do you remember when she left early I don't remember her being there. You don't remember her. Okay. So anyway, this is how I learned learned my lesson with girl code. Really young. Um, I was dating a guy that she had a crush on, which I still think that like it doesn't matter if you have a crush on them if they don't like you. But my mom sat me down. I disagree with that. My mom, well, this my mom <laughs> sat me down and she explained like all the things that you're not supposed to do as a woman to another woman and she was like if mm-hmm. she's your best friend and you love her if it's her crush even if he's not interested like that's just not a line you cross and then she grounded me for like a week because I was in <laughs> hey. for breaking girl code, girl code is <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember that like... being something I learned really young and I never ever 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 even had that thought cross my mind to hurt a friend like that ever and then yeah. even like I remember in I know all this shit's happening. Another girl came up to me and was like, so I had soccer practice. And I had two soccer practices, right? And then um he would tell me, like, oh, my mom's picking me up or whatever. And then one time they canceled our practice. So I was walking or whatever. And I called my mom to pick me up. And I saw his mom's car and I was like, why is she here? Like he left like a long time ago. He was walking this other girl home. <laughs> <laughs> and then she had the audacity to come up to me with like five other girls like well like why are you like still talking to him and I'm like uh first of all he's my boyfriend <laughs> like, what 
like, well, I don't know why he told you. I remember going for a run with two of my friends and we, they had like uh, the Saturday school or whatever, or I don't know, this intercession school. And I was there because he told me to meet her. He was setting me up for her to like beat me up. Like, cause Jesus. she was, he was like nowhere to be found. Like you went to like a horrible, like <laughs> you had like a mean girl high school or something. I know, like. but I was like, I don't want, I'm not going to fight you over this guy. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. And then my friends, like they weren't, I don't know how they were. Like I just, we were mm-hmm. running by slider or whatever. And then we went to the, and this is a middle school, <laughs> not even in high school. Jesus. Like. That's ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not going to fight you over this guy. You can have him. (laughs) So, and that's when we broke up like one of the times. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. I I actually, uh, my mom never talked to me about girl code, but I definitely talked to to Mia about girl code. Yeah. Like for sure. Like I'm like, you never date. But I feel like, I mean, I hate being this person, but I'm like, I feel like times are so different now, but I do really feel that like, when Mia tells me all her stuff, I'm just like, what the heck? Like, I feel like everyone just shares everybody around here. Like, like Valerie, else? Lisa from Salt Lake City. Did you know I, that her husband used to date her sister and now she's married yeah. to that guy? Yeah. And she's like, well, they didn't have sex. That's so okay. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> You know what? I went to a, and I think this might be like a small town thing, but I went to a very, very, very small town school so like I graduated with the same kids I went to kindergarten with so we were bound to have the same boyfriends just hopefully not in the same year and they were broken up like you get permission you know yeah actually me and my friends shared in middle school there was one guy that I remember that it was this guy in middle school and then it was this other guy in high school the same thing like we had a group and we're so stupid we called ourselves when there were eight of us we were the original eight and then when there were seven of us we were the sexy seven (laughs) and and these guys I found out later because I became friends with one of their friends that they had made it their mission to date all of us and they succeeded (laughs) (laughs) what that's crazy in high school I feel like I didn't have the same taste as any of my close friends you know what's super funny not uh, it's not really haha oh I get it It it's funny so there's this girl who um dated my ex from high school right at the same time like I don't know if I did it to get them back I dated her (laughs) ex-boyfriend for a little bit swap girls gotta do what girls gotta do I found out later Matt knows her and in middle school dated her. <laughs> I was like, no. why are we going to this thing? It was like a long time ago. It said it's his best friend's cousin and he was always with his best friend. I'm like, shit, she's busy in middle school. <laughs> she's got two on you, Alex. I know. Well, there you have it. I just want to clarify that my middle school experience was very different than Alexan's. I didn't even kiss until I was 15. Oh, but like dating right. was like holding hands. I thought I was grown. I don't really know. <laughs> you were in a grown relationship. You sure. Oh my God. Well, then also like Alexan was like the youngest. And then like, I feel like we've always had like relationships or even when we would have party gatherings, family gatherings and all that. Like, I feel like everybody was always coupled up. yeah and then he lived like up the street like i can meet him halfway i mean i feel like i had like the same boyfriend like for like all of like i like even in middle school like through high school kind of 
and like I feel like you I always I remember and it's funny because I feel like every, like grandma and my mom hated him and like they would like they even like that's why we broke up because like they would literally like you're gonna ruin her life like grandma <laughs> would tell him that why I don't know because I feel like he was kind of like a little cholo and like oh, all this like you know yeah. That's it's so funny. funny. Like, how did I stay with this guy for so <laughs> long? Like, no one like stuck. Like, I don't remember. Well, they probably didn't know all this stuff. No, yeah. Well, yeah, your mom, your mom would literally ground you from your phone, Alex, so that you wouldn't go back with him, and you would just always find a way to go back to him. So I remember going to the carnival with him, and I walked up the the street, and his mom can pick us up. <laughs> and I told my mom we were I was going with a friend yeah. or something. Remember that I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Sorry, mom. It's gonna come back to you with your daughters. I have no. one question for everybody. <laughs> when you're in your single phase, do you recycle your exes? No. Oh, like reuse them? Bring yeah, them I have because I was so I was like, I'm not gonna add a number. I'm just gonna go <laughs> down my list and just get someone who's already good. <laughs> I I don't have a history of doing that, but my most recent one, yeah, like um up till like a month ago. Maybe you guys were at different times in your life, so now you're at timing's yeah. everything. You go. No, no, I just met hookup. <laughs> I feel oh. like when I'm done, I'm done. Like I never go never back in that, that way. Mm-mm. I don't really have. I mean, no. I don't feel like I have many. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have like who shall it be? <laughs> like, you're just talking about grandma and Lori not liking your boyfriend just reminded me of Mr. G. He would never let any of my boyfriends be in the pictures. I remember. Or he would make them go to the very end and then he would be like, We can crop it out later. It's no big deal. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mr. G. Well, that's why I feel like all fam- like some families do like when you have a young and you're taking family pictures, and I think it's like funny when you invite the a significant other and then they put them on the end so you could crop out yeah. <laughs> did he crop i had to do that for my wedding <laughs> Vivian wouldn't know because she didn't go to my wedding i was there what do you mean you remember you me? always say that you were not there i was there at the cookie table they crapped you out of all the photos i wish there was there was a lot of alcohol no wait am i remembering yours but i just can't drink yours just on wine Uh, yeah it was just wine and beer so fancy diego got drunk at yours i got drunk at valerie's (laughs) it's not that it's fancy it's that it was it was mesa you can't it's really hard to find a venue that lets you take liquor liquor Mm -hmm. lds uh state over here the wine worked for me. It did. <laughs> Give me a headache the next day, though. Yeah. That's a bad thing. <laughs> oh. Oh, guys, I feel like we all deserve a hug. <laughs> we don't have to hug, but we all deserve a hug after what we shared. It's okay. <laughs> well, on that note, you want to roll us out, Steph? Roll out. Roll out. It's just always break out in song. <laughs> <We do. laughs> the moral of the story is <laughs> yeah. So I do want to touch base. I'm like, I feel like there's always, you know, always choose you. And I feel like if you're ever in a situation where you're, you know, becoming less of who you are, changing who you are, 
and you know I feel like we always know too like we always know deep down it's like there is always a way out and it's not end all like I feel like in this world you know we 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 come in alone we going out alone like we need to be so good so secure with us because at the end of the day like that's how it is it's like are you happy with yourself are you happy with the life that you have lived and there is a way out Mm-hmm. And everything always, always works out. Yeah, and I think there's no other person to invest than into yourself. And you'll, and you'll see when you start investing into yourself and being happy with you, it's contagious. And everything around you is going to be that. Everything around you is going to be happy. Yeah. You know, sure. so that's my takeaway for it. My takeaway is basically what Steph just said. And try really hard to hold on to your friendship and your family when you're in any relationship, even if it's a healthy relationship. I know, I know it's really hard to get wrapped up when it's really, when it's really good, but you always need to have your friends and your family to, they're a part of you also. You can't get lost in your relationship. And I know sometimes I feel like it might be even harder sometimes when it's good because you're like, why do I even need to see anybody? Mm-hmm. but it's I would make sure you just keep your friends and your family close by yeah absolutely yeah, and I think um <clears throat> that it's always okay to start over if you don't feel like it's the right relationship with you for you like it's it is no like harm in starting all over I know it's scary but probably be the best um thing for you but look what happened to me found love of my life (laughs) you never know what the real thing is out there for you yeah than the one you think you have and can't let go of you know yeah growth is scary Mm -hmm. hard yeah and it doesn't matter how invested you are or how much how much you feel like yeah yeah, you this person knows you and you know them if it's bad you're gonna find something better Someone else is going to know you that well, even, and even if it's yourself, right? But it's, it's going to be better than what you're dealing with. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All righty then. Thank you, everybody. Don't forget to follow us at, on Instagram and TikTok at The Prima Tapes. And our video goes up on YouTube every Tuesday, and that's at The Prima Tapes underscore. So until next time, ta-ta. Bye. Bye. Stop. Not recording. You're fucking lying. I swear it was on right now. I can't believe we were recording.